Hey, what's up? This is Gabo from Fayuca. You're listening to Bradley's House Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in and make yourself at home as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I'm your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Knoll Family Foundation and our host, Ms. Kelly Knoll. Kelly, how are you doing today? You know, Jared, I haven't decided yet. It's a little too early to totally honestly answer that question. You know, we don't usually record these in the morning and... As you know, I am not a morning person, so we're all going to do our best to sound really awake, but I'll be honest, I am, I am still, still waking up. Well, a cup of Bradley's house blend coffee is what I need. Oh, nice plug there. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. In all fairness, Kelly, sometimes I am recording in the morning because (laughs) I'll be on the East Coast while you're on the West Coast. It'll be two o'clock in the morning for me, and we'll still be recording podcasts. So uh, this is definitely a a different type of morning recording. (laughs) As we are uh, recording this, actually, as you guys know, we record when we can. It's Father's Day. So for everyone who is listening to this, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there and uh, some of you mother. All right. So um, <laughs> super excited about a, another episode of Bra- it's just amazing. The people that we come across um, with both the Bradley's house podcast and of course the Knoll family foundation. And sometimes we make new friends and in, uh, in some of the most unexpected places. And that is how we got this amazing show set up for us today. Kelly, who is our house guest? Jared, we've been so fortunate, I think, when we go to these music festivals, we always have the coolest people around us. We get to meet the other vendors. And as you said, people that we might not otherwise run across. And it's so cool because I get to see a little bit about what people are doing and why they're doing it and, and really get to know people. And, and I'm always impressed. But of course, Kelly Roots this year was no exception. And we had some really fun people on both sides of us. But one of them we have with us here today, and I'm so excited that we have Tina Rushing with Punk Rock Saves Lives with us today. Tina, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, you are the only morning person of the bunch here. So we all knew, we were talking about this last night, and we're like, oh, it's going to be early. I mean, yeah, but Tina, she's a morning person. And we all remember this from Kelly Roots when we would show up while we would come straggling in and you would already be there with your booth all set up and flipping signs around, smile on your face, dancing around on the grass. Making it all look like assholes. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, we, we admire that about you, Tina. So we all knew you would be bright and chipper for the show this morning, which we love about you. One of the many things we love about you. I I appreciate it. Tina, tell us a little bit about where you're from so we can get a little bit of background before we go into what it is that you're doing, which I'm so excited about. Thank you. Um, so currently I'm in Denver, Colorado, and I've lived for about um, almost five years, which is pretty great. But I'm originally from a very small town in West Virginia. Wow. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. I usually tell people I'm from Pittsburgh, honestly. Um, it's, easy. it's way easier to have people understand where I'm from when I say Pittsburgh. Are we going to get some West Virginia hate mail now? I mean, probably not. No one, like most people have driven through maybe close to where I live, but no, it's fine. <laughs> so when did you get out of West Virginia? Um, so I graduated, I went to college at a small town, um, 30 minutes away from where I grew up in West Virginia called Bethany. And from there I moved to like nine different States, a couple of wow. different towns. Yeah. I was, um, in theater for a really um, long time. I did, a children's theater. So I've been kind of in a nonprofit world adjacent, I guess. Feels like. Yeah. Um, and I just kept traveling around until about five years ago. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So we mentioned in the intro, punk rock saves lives. 
How did that start? Amazing. Yes. Uh, so Punk Rock Saves Lives uh, was actually founded in 2019. Uh, my husband and I are the co-founders, Rob Rushing, and we were both employees of an incredible organization called the Love Hope Strengths Foundation. And I don't know if you remember the band, The Alarm. Yeah, of course. Yes. Mike Peters was our uh-huh. boss for, for a very long time. Oh. Yes. And he lives with a chronic lymphoma, I believe. So oh, wow. he started a foundation that had to do with um, bone marrow at concerts. Wow. And in 2019, they were probably around for about 10 years uh, before that. They decided to stop their operations in the U.S. So they're still pretty active in um, the U.K. where he lives because he's in Wales. And they still do a lot of um, events and things like that in the U.K. But they stopped. They didn't have the capacity, I guess, to keep the U.S. going. And they laid us off. Oh, wow. And in that time frame, Rob was on tour with Flogging Molly. Mm-hmm. And I was at home and I felt like the entire, everything was crazy, right? We, we both worked for them. So, but we both lost our jobs at the same time. Wow. And we just decided that we weren't done. So they might be done activating in the U.S., but we most certainly are not. Uh, so we started talking about it. We talked with um, Nathan from Flogging Molly, um, Justin Sane from Anti-Flag, who were both on our beginning of our board of directors. Nice. And we made Punk Rock Saves Lives and we made it so we could continue focusing on wellness and equality in a different light. So we, I still believe in the Bill and Mary Registry and we'll always keep that going as our roots um, since that's how we started. But then we kind of made it more broad because we have that ability now. Right. So what is your mission? So our mission, uh, so Punk Rock Saves Lives is mission is to enrich our community uh, with wellness and equality through music. Love that. When we met you guys at Cali Roots, tell us about some of the stuff that you guys were giving out or that you had available. Yeah. Uh, So at Cali Roots this year, we like to make sure we have uh, harm reduction at events so people you can honestly save lives in the process. So we had fentanyl test strips, especially at a festival. People do drugs. So mm. <laughs> I would like everyone to be as safe as they possibly can. We were also yes. giving out Narcan. Wonderful. Um, For those and, who don't know what Narcan is, can you tell them? Um, yes. Uh, Narcan can reverse uh, an overdose. Uh, it's not 100% um, foolproof, but it if you see someone who has passed out and is overdosing, you can potentially save their life by administering Narcan. If they're and, overdosing from opioids, right? Yes, from opioids. Yeah. yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, if someone's in the middle of overdosing from heroin or fentanyl or, you know, mm-hmm. any of the, the over-the-counter prescription things, any of that, <clears throat> you have the potential to be able to reverse that if you get to it fast enough. And so that's, I think it's just such a vital thing for people to have. And hopefully someday it'll be a very normal thing and everyone will have easy access to it because it just, it seems crazy to me that we have this ability and this technology and yet it's just not readily enough available to be saving enough lives yet. Right. And some places you're able to buy it. So here in Colorado, you are able to go to a pharmacy and buy Narcan. The problem is it's expensive. Mm. So, so you guys and, are able to give it out, which is amazing. Yes, exactly. We're here giving it out for free at many places. I've been taking it across country with me um, for with the tour Bayside that I'm on right now. And I, I could definitely tell the towns that are hitting are being hit hard. So I was wow. in like New Jersey, New York, um, Maryland. And the moment people saw Narcan, they immediately asked if they could have some. Wow. That's intense. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's important. I um, believe in it strongly. I lost one of my childhood best friends when um, in 2014 from an overdose. Oh, I'm so sorry. God, there's just, there's no, there's, I don't think there's anybody left definitely in this country that has not been impacted somehow, either directly or indirectly through a friend or family member um, by this whole opioid epidemic. So I think what you guys are doing is so vital, not just that you're there and giving these resources, but that you're doing it in a way that's very accessible. I mean, your booth is just, 
it's it's inviting and you and the people working there are fun and you know it's not this like serious say nope to dope and out to drugs kind of a thing it's just it's done in a way of look let's be realistic this is happening let's do what we can to make people safe and i think that's a wonderful thing you're doing thank you yeah i could not agree more i believe strongly in breaking stigmas and most every case, right? Mm -hmm. So anything we could possibly do to keep things in the light um, and not in the dark because in the dark is where it gets scary for people. Exactly. And where they don't reach out for help and where we lose people when we shouldn't. So I think that's it. Now you guys also focus on mental health resources as well, right? Yes. Yes, we do. And that's another of the things that we um, offer at music festivals. We give out resources. We have an online uh, support group and we have an online recovery support group. So there are two different um, areas. One is just for mental health where people can go and get the things off off their mind that they don't necessarily feel like they can. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have people who give, um, we don't, we don't believe in giving advice or um, like prescription talk and that kind of sense. Um, but people just knowing you're not alone because that's right. part of it. Right. So being in the light means you're not alone. We all have mental health, something or, or not. Absolutely. How can people access these resources? These so you, yeah, you can go right online um, to our website and I have a, there's a whole mental health section where you can get uh, resources and there's a list of, credible um resources like the trevor project and Mm. stuff like that where you can find other communities too to belong in we do our support groups right now via facebook but that will be changing so we can um, offer it to everyone (laughs) nice and our recovery support group um they actually have meetings every tuesday via zoom so that's open to anyone who has a way to get on zoom Awesome. And your website is punkrocksaveslives.org? Yes. Yes, it is. Awesome. And of course, we'll we'll say that a couple more times and we'll have that in the show description as well. Um, and we're working on a new website for the foundation. I'd love to link to that on, on our Friends of the Foundation page too, because I think you just have so much great information. Yes. Thank you. I would absolutely love that. Um, I've been working really hard. We even, we're starting an international resource page. So that will be coming shortly. (laughs) Awesome. So where can people find you guys? I mean, how do you decide which shows to go to, which tours, which festivals, that kind of thing? So we try to do as much as we can. Right now we're a little, we we probably said yes to too much, honestly. Mm. Uh, So I am on tour with Bayside and Thrice. Mm -hmm. And that actually ends in Austin on Tuesday. And then we have one of our amazing volunteers took two weeks off of work to join um, a Wilhelm scream and make war. Awesome. And she is, I actually think she's closer to your neck of the woods right now in Southern California. I believe they just did the observatory. That's very close. Wow. Nice. Yes. Yes. Um, and then Rob has been doing festivals in the in-between and he starts with bowling for soup. Mm, less than Jake aquabats this week. Oh, fun. That'll be a good one. I, I think it's going to be amazing. We're really lucky. I don't know. Uh, Jarrett Reddick from Bowling for Soup is officially on our board of directors. Awesome. And he is a huge mental health advocate. And I'm just amped to have someone with his kind of voice who's known to be funny. I mean, their their band is a, a funnier pop punk right. band, if you will. Um, he's the yeah. voice of Chuck E. Cheese now. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the classic. Right, he's the voice of Chuck E. Cheese. He did the theme song for Phineas and Ferb. Yes, that I know. I remember that. That's such a great show. Yes. So he has all these fun things, and then he openly talks about um, when he realized he had depression. Oh, awesome! I mean, not awesome that he had depression. No, but awesome that he talked about it because how it, fabulous for people to hear that. Right, exactly. And I remember we um, used to do uh, PMA sessions, so positive mm-hmm. mental attitude sessions um, mm-hmm. throughout the pandemic every Wednesday. Nice. And we had him on one of them, and he talked about how he was so nervous. To He was writing um, new songs, and they were more, they were sadder. They were a little yeah. darker. Yeah. And he, he was scared that people wouldn't take it because he's the funny guy. Mm. And he was afraid his fans would not embrace sure. it. And the opposite happened. Yeah, I'll bet. 
it's really nice. I think when we can see somebody like that, that is so well known for that. And yet he, you know, deals with similar things that, that so many of us deal with as well. Yes, exactly. Uh, so because he's on our board and he's such a great, um, mental health advocate as a person, we, that we knew we had to be on, on his entire tour. (laughs) I love that. That's really awesome. I think it's great that you guys are out there where people are at, you know, um, at the right timing too. I really, I think it's wonderful. We talked to a lot of people who would stop by your booth and just loved the fact that you guys were there and, you know, there's just so much support for it. So I think it's, it's great that, that you guys are out there doing it. Where do you see things going from here? What's the, what's the long-term goal for Punk Rock Saves Lives? The long-term goal would be to have more employees than just the two of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's always nice. I would love to actually just see a, a bigger team. And even if it's just volunteers, I really right. talk about community and I believe that we're creating a community of people who just honestly care, mm. who get it, who want to do better, um, and who want to learn how to do better, how to right. help other people and not necessarily, I mean, we can all be, all be terrible at times, right? Uh, mm. But you can still be good to your fellow person when right. they, someone needs it. So my goal is to have uh, different volunteer hubs would be great um, across the across the country where people can get together and do their own shows. And I don't have to be there. That's fantastic. If someone wants to volunteer with Punk Rock Saves Lives, how would they go about doing that? Well, once again, you can go to the punkrocksaveslives.org and we have a volunteer section and there's, it's actually a volunteer portal. So you'll get redirected to something called, it'll be Punk Rock Saves Lives Service. And it's just a volunteer program that I've been using for years and it's local to Colorado. So I like um, supporting local smaller businesses. <laughs> Absolutely. And um oh, I just had a question that left my head. I was doing so good too. It's time for you were cup killing of coffee. It with the question. Thank you. <laughs> I'm I was really proud of myself. I'm like, all right, I'm waking up. I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden my brain just came screeching to a halt and said, coffee. <laughs> I mean that's, that's okay. That, that happens. happens. That happens yeah. sometimes. So while you have your coffee, I will uh point out that Tina, I noticed you guys have a uh, like a Facebook group type community that you guys have really built up um, for for Punk Rock Saves Lives, and it's it's pretty active. And you see a lot of people sharing their experiences, and then other people kind of joining in. That's got to be awesome to see. It honestly makes me like weepy eyed. Um, <laughs> it's been growing, and it's amazing to see that people are just connecting together. They're Mm. helping each other out and it's without any push from us. Like I don't ask people to help each other. They just do it. Yeah. It's crazy. You'll see posts. Somebody will be say, you know, Hey, I'm just not having a good day today. This is, and you know, there'll be 102 comments in the thread of different people talking back and forth and, and sharing things and just, um, I mean, you're really, building an entire community. And I I think that that's absolutely awesome. Another thing guys about this booth, um, Tina and her crew are out there. They're smiling. You guys are spinning signs. You're letting people know they're badasses. You guys aren't selling anything. Like I got to tell you, I was a little suspect of you in the beginning. I'm like, what the fuck's their angle here? They're just (laughs) out here smiling at people, making people feel good. I don't come over here, guys. Let me show you my t-shirts. I'm not sure what they're, um, and it it turns out that that's really like that, that is your angle is to help people and and make people feel good. And I think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's, we really are just kind of there to make people realize they are, they're doing all right. Right. They are badasses. They um, do care. I had one woman like have that kind of conversation that like with your thoughts as she looks at me and she's like, I don't know if I am a badass. I don't, I, I strive to be. And I was like, I feel you're striving to be is exactly that. We talked for 30 yeah. minutes and she was, um, that connection I still think about on a regular basis. So we are, we're, we're just there trying to help. <laughs> well, I thought it was so cool. Right after we meet you guys, you take off to the East coast 
and you're in Atlantic City. And I just happened to be on Facebook one morning and I see a friend that I've known for 30 years. And her and her boyfriend are walking around at the uh, the the convention. And I said, oh, hey, go see my friends over at Punk Rock Saves Lives. And then like an hour later, you send me a picture of you with them. And they actually came over and said hello. So it's just, uh, it, it's funny how it all, it all comes around. It, it was, it was, I, I can't even describe how perfect of a timing it was. They caught me in the middle of being a little bit farther away from my booth, um, getting a photo of myself with one of the stages and my sign. And they were staring at me and I was like, oh, I wonder, are they like, do they want a picture too? I don't know why they're watching me, um, you know, just honestly take selfies of myself. And then they stopped me. And out of all the people that I had at this festival, they stopped the one person who would exactly know when they said your name, who you were. (laughs) Just a small world. Truly. I was shocked. I was like, yes, yes, I do. I was just with him. (laughs) Small world. It was great. So, uh, I have to say the Atlantic City Beer Fest where I was, was incredible. Um, I will just say how, what a wonderful festival and organiza- like organizers they were. Where Were you right? Were you set up right on the boardwalk? Uh, no. So we were at Bader Field. I, so not quite on the boardwalk. It's just like a, it's really just an empty grass field. Weird. Yeah. And I was there before. So we did warp tour the last warp tour where they had it on the boardwalk, but they had our RV parked. That was just like their parking for <laughs> their production team. But this year, that's where they put the entire, um, this festival this year. Wow. You said it was an awesome festival though. It was, it was a great turnout, right? I, incredible. I, we signed up for the bone marrow registry, 80 plus people. I probably t- gave out about 200 some mental health resources, we wow. ran out. Yeah. Yeah. Like completely. And from going from Cali roots, you guys were there. It was a long day and Atlanta. It was City a month. Beer- we, we were there for a month, right? It tr- Truly. Like we were, we never left is what it, we it basically it was slept. wonderful though. We had so much fun, but yes, it, long it, days, long. It was the absolute best and I went I want to go back I've been telling everyone that I don't care what else is happening Kelly Roots is my home but uh, Atlantic City Beer Fest was like five hours that's it total time like in wow. like, for like for two days like total maybe 10 hours but for a day shift it was five hours like open shut <laughs> nice that's amazing that you got so much done and how many yeah. days did the the festival last uh just two Two, it was wow. a, yeah, two festival, two days, and they were short shifts. Nice. And yeah. the people walking around honestly just got it. They read Punk Rock Saves Lives and they were like, Yeah, it does. What do you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> we save lives. That's literally. I, I pretty much, I must like, we help. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, we, we help. Um, and that's what I've been saying on this entire Bayside tour. So I've had Narcan with me fentanyl test strips i have i've had pregnancy tests condoms uh tampons pads earplugs and all of that for free at our booth and anytime anyone needed anything i'm like we're here like we're please take these things like take anything you possibly could need love that and you're doing the bone marrow registry will you just explain real quick to people who aren't familiar with that yes uh so leukemia and lymphoma are some of the most common blood cancers, especially leukemia is the number one childhood cancer. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, chemo and radiation and surgeries aren't necessarily what, it doesn't work for everyone in those situations. And they need a bone marrow transplant to have the possibility to survive. Um, so we sign people up directly at festivals where we make sure they, they could qualify. They fill out a form, they do a cheek swab, and within that, um, if their cells from that swab ever match someone fighting cancer, they'll get called to potentially save that person's life. It's amazing. I did That's it. Really I powerful. signed it up. I got swabbed. Yes, you did. Good job. Very hey, cool. Is the least I could do. Literally, <laughs> like is almost the least I could do to walk over and get swabbed and get signed up. And now, for some of our listeners. 
uh, a lot of what Tina's talking about might sound familiar, and that would take you back into some of the early episodes of Bradley's House uh, when we had the gals from the Sidewalk Project on. Yes. And um, you actually are familiar with them as well, correct, Tina? Yeah, they're one of what, what I like to call a partner organization. Uh, we work with them a lot on a diff- on a lot of things. So we were just on tour with Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and Stacy mm, is yeah. obviously one of the co-founders of Sidewalk Project. So we align very much in their mission to make a difference. That's fantastic. And of course, people can make donations at your booth and on your website as well. Is that correct? Yes, we will always take donations since we're a... Uh, I like to say, like, we're the epitome of do-it-yourself punk rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Your DIY punk rock nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, not 100%, which means um, we're slightly poor all the time. So we will yeah. gladly take donations. <laughs> well, I know there's a lot of people that are really excited about what you guys are doing and want to support it. So we'll make sure, once again, that we put the link in our uh, show description. But that's punkrocksaveslives.org. You can go there and sign up to volunteer. You can go there and get information about support groups. You can donate. And do you also have um, a schedule of where you guys are going to be on your website? Uh, I, we do. I don't know if it's updated. Um, I have a new person helping me because I've been doing everything um, operationally for the past wow. year. Yeah. And that oh obviously hasn't been the best for me. <laughs> yeah. I know how that goes. Kelly Thanks has no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, super confused. yeah. I feel like it's why I love talking. You get me. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You you feel exactly how I how I feel. So yeah, I've barely been able to pick up a computer. Uh, being on Bayside, I've legitimately been uh, driving and sleeping in my element. And wow, I, I have been informed that I've been sleeping in my element wrong. I have uh, <laughs> I have fixed that. <laughs> you were sleeping in it wrong. How do you I sleep was. wrong in your car? I feel like Jared, you should tell them that you told me I could like pull down my seats all the way. Yeah, so <laughs> I, Tina, Tina shares, she shares a picture of her and one of her volunteers uh-huh. um, nestling up for the night after a long drive. And they both looked to be in the most uncomfortable of <laughs> situations. Uh, you know, comfortable that, you know, they had some blankets, but um, the element is literally, I used to call it a, a dorm room on wheels. Um, the element is built for living inside. And it is so that your front seats will actually meet your back seats folded down to create one long, comfortable bed wow. and sleeping position. Um, and it's actually, depending on what model element you have, you have a... Uh, a skylight in the back of the car, not in the front. So there's no moon roof over the front seats. It's kind of towards the back seats. And that's yeah. so when you are camping and in this optimal <laughs> seating position that you are then able to look up and, and see the stars. Wow. Has this been life-changing for you, Tina? Uh, I can um, actually move my knees when I wake up. So yes, yeah. It's <laughs> wow. This episode has been brought to you by Honda Element. <laughs> Yes. Well, there was a time where, uh, you know, I was a, a certified Honda salesman and I, I sold many elements, including one to my parents, which I then commandeered later in life um, and, and made it my own, actually. And so you're very uh, yeah. familiar with how they work. Yeah, you can you can like you can hose those bitches out. They're they're waterproof inside. The seats are stain proof. Honda actually has Tina. I don't know if you know this, but Honda actually has an accessory tent that connects directly to the back of the element, making the inside of the element part of your tent. That seems like a mansion tent. I'm kind of about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think I just heard her brain actual- explode. Yeah, yeah, there's an actual truly. tent tent connector. So yeah, it's truly a dorm dorm room on wheels. But see, luckily, you know, hey, you just you shared a photo on social media. <laughs> I saw it. I was able to help you in this situation, and uh, and I think you and your uh, additional passenger <laughs> in the element will be will be much better off now. Yeah, I uh, truly. It was. I will be honest. It was a. 
we like had a cooler on the ground in the front seat for a little bit because she was laying in the front two seats. Obviously not. It was not ideal for anyone. We put a pillow in the middle <laughs> to kind of make it comfortable. And then uh, that cooler was there just so she wouldn't fall. <laughs> and so switching it was so much better, especially because she's way taller than me. I can like <sighs> kind of fit into anything. I'm 5'3". There's not, I don't need too much room, but she's not. <laughs> So, Tina, I got to ask you, you said you grew up in, in West Virginia and now you're the punk rock saves. Like, was punk rock always your musical taste? So I liked Flogging Molly. Uh, my first show ever was the Almond Brothers. And what, then yeah. I went. Yep. And then I went to Jimmy Eat World and I did a lot of Simple Plan. I mean, that's my. At my age of having pop punk and getting my angst out. Uh-huh. And then I stopped really listening to punk um, and I was strictly musicals. Truly, I was, uh, I went theater hard, hardcore until I heard about um, the, uh, the Flogging Molly does a cruise called the Salty Dog Cruise. And I was like, that sounds like the coolest thing I've ever heard of. And I had to go. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, when we were actually at Cali Roots, we went to this one place and Kelly, you made that left. And then we went around the circle. We made a right. The next thing you know, we were at a light. And there it was, California's first theater. We saw That's it. right. That's amazing. I forgot. We did see that. And I was tripping out because I'm a huge theater fan. It was. I forgot we saw that, Jared. I'm like, where is he going with this? What is he talking <laughs> about? Yeah, my memory's not so great. But yes. Right there in, in Carmel was the very f- oldest theater. Was it in the state or in the country? I think it was the state, wasn't it? It was, it was California's very first theater. Okay, yeah. It was yeah. a historical landmark. So first theater, uh, first place they ever did Cats or, you know, any, any, of, the, <laughs> any of the classics. There are, there are so many other musicals than Cats, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure it had been around since before Andrew Lloyd Webber, but thank you, <laughs> Well, you know, California I, I, doesn't have a lot of history, but we do go back a little farther than cats. I'm just saying, you know, um, all right. Well, I was just wondering because, you know, West Virginia doesn't seem like a huge, maybe, you know, you meet somebody from West Virginia, you wouldn't necessarily think punk rock. Um, yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, you've, you've fucking grown into it. You've epitomized it. You're out there it, doing it. Yeah, thank you. I I agree. I do have to say, um, I, as you say that, I find it hilarious. So we have a huge RV that has punkboxsavesLives.org all over it, and when we, so um, I, it it really is. It's like the best little thing. But Rob usually drives it, so that's why I'm sleeping in the element. But when we, uh, when I would go home and I would visit my grandfather who raised me, we would park the RV in front of the house, and like Rob would be working outside. The amount of police officers that slowly drive by my husband and this RV is absurd. <laughs> I could only because, that. because <laughs> punk rock in Weirton, West Virginia is not, <laughs> not not so much. Not so much. But yes, it there was definitely a lot of growth from there. <laughs> well, you oh guys should just get a little magnet made that says country music. And you could just cover up when you guys are there and just boom, totally throw them for a loop. Yeah, truly, I think that would. Um, <laughs> except even if uh, Rob is away from the RV, he is a punk rocker with uh, like his arms fully tattooed and a mohawk. And that typically is enough for police that officers would give it to away. Look, yeah, yeah, to look at him and go, where, where is he from? <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> Very subtle, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it always blows his mind. He said every time that we were ever home, he's like, can you believe this happened? And I was like, yeah, it's happened every time. Why are you shocked? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you still surprised by that? Yeah. yeah it's, Do you guys ever get to work time. together? Do you guys ever work any of these shows together? Or are you guys always in separate places? <sighs> we strive to be in the same place. <laughs> Uh, we did Bad Cop, Bad Cop together, and it was wonderful. He was at Atlantic City Beer Fest with me until we parted ways. Uh, we try our hardest. Our goal for this fall 
is to do the festivals together that we're going to be doing since uh, last year he picked up a last minute tour and then it was just me doing festivals alone again oh gosh yeah that's tough yeah it's we we try our hardest but every once in a while we we are slight workaholics and we do kind of let work uh, get in our way on a regular basis <laughs> uh-huh i know how that goes but we're we're hoping we're hoping in the fall uh we will be doing some festivals together so fingers crossed good you have so many volunteers i just want to do you want to take a second to to shout out some of your volunteers that have been out there busting their ass for you for the for the last couple shows here because i don't i don't think you guys get enough recognition so here we are we're on bradley's house go ahead and shout out some of your crew I love this. Yes, thank you. Uh, so we have a Frankie Steck, which you all have met. Yes, yep. Frankie. Wonderful human. She's actually at Bonnaroo Music Festival right now. Nice. For us. Um, so she is amazing. Um, Alex Barton from Connecticut has been honestly doing anything he possibly can for us. So I could not be more thankful. Nice. I have this um, new, she's a new volunteer. I met her a month ago and she jumped to the chance to live with me for a week on the road, Martha. <laughs> Very brave of her. Very brave. I made sure to tell her I was not a serial killer. So we had a <laughs> fantastic time. Um, a fantastic time. So yeah, those are my three like top um, individuals right now for just honestly going above and beyond the last two months. I, nice. Truly can't believe it. And of course, uh, Mackenzie is out on the road right now. So I'm very thankful she is living her first tour dream. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It's a lot of work. I know it seems like it's just all fun and games, you know, sitting around listening to music, but it is a lot of work and, and you guys really put the, yourselves out there and we appreciate you doing that. Thank Absolutely. you. I I appreciate you guys and I definitely appreciate every volunteer or anyone who's ever interested in us. I am just a thankful, thankful person. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show, for taking the time. I know we, we tried several times. You have a crazy schedule, um, but I'm so glad you're out there doing what you're doing. And I know that there's a lot of people who feel the same way. So thank you. Keep up the good work. And hopefully people listening will go check out your website get involved with your support groups, make some donations and be a part of saving lives with you. So thank you so much, Tina. And to everybody who's a part of your organization working so hard. Uh, thank, thank you. And thank you so much for having me on and embracing Punk Rock Saves Lives. I am, I, I really have said this multiple times for weeks now. I am so incredibly thankful I met you guys. <laughs> it really was perfect. It was perfect timing and, and that. Uh, Hopefully we can do something together in the future. I really think that our paths are destined to cross more for sure. I could not agree more. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for being with us, Tina. Of Thanks, course, Tina. Thank Kelly, I wasn't sure, but I was kind of sure that Tina's just always smiling. And I thought when yes. we're doing this podcast, <laughs> you're going to be able to feel her smile and giggle throughout. And you did. I, she is Absolutely. infectiously positive. It's Love impossible her. to be in a bad mood around her. Yes, it's true. And believe me, I've tried in the mornings at the festival <laughs> when she was all chipper. And I thought, I am not going to be able to endure four mornings of this but I actually came to love it. It was fabulous. And I looked forward to seeing her happy, shining, smiling face every morning. She is delightful. It's so amazing too, because her and her girls are always working so hard. And yes. then at our booth, you and Anna are always working so hard and everybody's all business until somebody comes by with a dog. And then you guys all go <laughs> running and shrieking and people are rolling around on the ground with dogs. And it's, uh, it, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing to watch you guys all, all do that at the exact same time. So I knew that it was, I knew there was a bond there immediately. Yeah. We do enjoy our dogs, specifically the dogs from the Traveling Stones, because as as we mentioned before, we really bonded with, with those dogs and those girls. Um, but yeah, always fun to see animals at music festivals. Yes, absolutely. Now, speaking of music, <laughs> we are coming up on an amazing event on yes. June 25th at Alex's Bar and Grill in Long Beach. Uh, 
I, I don't even know what to say. We've had Jake come out and he played at the show in February and him and Miguel did an amazing acoustic set. And I know we talked about it before. It was uh, super touching and heartfelt and it was just really cool to see. And um, for those of you who were there and were a part of it, it's something that you'll probably never forget. But now Jake is taking it one step further he has agreed again to do a set of sublime songs to benefit the Knoll family foundation but this time he's gonna have a full band up there with him um and this is something that i am over the moon in excitement about not just because it's jake and because he's going to be playing his dad's songs and because it's his birthday and because it's the first time ever he's going to be playing sublime set with a full band but he's going to be backed by an old family foundation board member casey sullivan and some of his members of burritos who just do an amazing job playing sublime music i'm so fucking excited kelly it's going to be incredible. It really is. I'm looking forward to the whole night. It's Saturday, June 25th at Alex's Bar in Long Beach from 6 to 10. So make sure to get there right at 6 o'clock. Music is going to start at 6.15 with Dylan Brecky, Then Gabo from Fayuca, Sensi Trails, and then Jake and Burritos. So it's going to be an incredible night. Of course, we'll have DJ product spinning in between sets. And there's a good chance that Rast One is going to be there doing some live painting as well. Rast One's going to be there doing some painting. I've heard some rumors. I've heard some rumors, Kelly, that there might even be a few (laughs) other musicians coming to hang out, be a part of it, and we might even be able to coax them to get up on stage and play a song or two. Uh, They may or may not be musicians that we're all pretty familiar with who may or may not appear on the House That Bradley Built compilation album. So I don't want to say any more. I'm just saying that being at Alex's in Long Beach on the 25th is probably a good idea. Yes, it's definitely a good idea. And come ready to sing happy birthday to Jacob. As you mentioned, it will be his birthday. Super excited that he's going to spend his birthday with all of us. And we'll also have some other paintings that people can bid on as well. Our uh, good friend at Marple Art created some beautiful coastal paintings while listening to Sensi Trails. So he had all the guys from the band sign the the paintings and we're going to be auctioning them off at the event. So that's going to be a lot of fun too. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be a, it's going to be an amazing night and I am super Sensi Trails puts on a hell of a show. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. They really put on a great show. And of course, uh, Gabo from Fayuka, uh, who we are all huge fans of. Um, Good friend of the foundation. Yeah, we because uh, some of you may have originally saw that we had some different plans. Things change, guys. This is show business. Schedules are <laughs> flying. And uh, and we got ourselves in a situation. Gabo said, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll come up and I'll play. Um, and I thought that, that was absolutely awesome. So, yeah, super excited. Alex'sBar.com. Hopefully, as you're hearing this, there are still some tickets available. Uh, but this is not a night that you are going to want to miss. Uh, and, of course... You can always visit the knollfamilyfoundation.org. Uh, you can pick up some merch. We've got the uh, the new Bradley T-shirt, which has been uh, super popular. And how are we looking on, on bags of coffee? I think we might still have some left, but I know they're going fast. You know, I'll be honest. Once I put the new shirts and the coffee on the website, we were flooded with orders. And I will be getting those out this weekend to anybody. Well, actually, by the time you hear this, hopefully. You've already received it, but I do need to get that, that first batch of orders out, but we are getting low on the shirts and the coffee. So hopefully we'll be able to get some more before we completely run out. But those have been, those have been selling really well. Everyone's super excited about it. So big thanks, of course, to our good friend, Kevin Shin at the Switchboard Restaurant in North County Roastery in Oceanside for making this amazing coffee for us, which we've all been going nuts over and loving and of course the bag has the artwork by justin Oltisvig, who also did the brand new t-shirt that we have so really great stuff guys make sure you check that out at the knollfamilyfoundation.org when when i think of the beatles song eight days a week i think of kevin shin that guy's working eight days a week <laughs> I right where he must be it's incredible all the things he does i won't go into it because it would make us all feel super 
insignificant. But that is one of the hardest working, busiest men I've ever known. And we really appreciate everything that he's doing for the foundation. Turns out he makes a hell of a product too. He does. He does. He makes a hell of a lot of great products. If you have not been down to the Switchboard restaurant yet, of course, I know you have, but I'm talking to the audience. If anybody has not been, if you are anywhere near San Diego County in Southern California, you've got to get to Oceanside and and go to his restaurant. The food is outstanding. And of course, the coffee right next door at North County Roastery is to die for. Absolutely, guys. And again, if you're anywhere in the area, if you're coming to visit the area, look them up, go in, say hello. Uh, it, it means a lot to support the people that support us and we can all support each other. Um, if you have an upcoming event or business that you'd like to have featured uh, on the Bradley's House podcast, please reach out to us at Bradley's House podcast at gmail.com or you can just go right through the Knoll Family Foundation uh, website. Either way, it will get to us. Uh, we've got some new opportunities uh, that we're looking uh, to, to put out there, which I think could be cool cool for uh, everybody involved. So uh, if you guys are, are looking to get promoted for your businesses or your upcoming events, uh, we got some really neat ways that we can help get you guys some exposure. And in return, getting that exposure uh, will help the Noel Family Foundation get that much closer to getting Bradley's house up and open. Um, I know we keep hinting, hey, we got, we're looking at some things. Guys, we're getting close. I'm hoping that Kelly's going to be making some announcements sometime soon. Yes. Um, but just know that every little bit right now means so much uh, in in all of the work that Kelly and the entire foundation have been putting in for the last uh, thirty six years. It feels like here, um, <laughs> every it's uh, the the amount of time that uh, Kelly puts in. I can't imagine. I know it's only been a couple of years, but I know it's certainly work time and and what it feels like. It certainly has been uh, feels like a lot more, but. It's been a labor of love, not just for me, but for a lot of people. Of course, you included and our wonderful producer, Anna. We have so many incredible people on our board that are helping to make all of this happen. And of course, one of the big game changers for us has been the house that Bradley built, the album put together by our good friends at Law Records, 55 different artists that all gave of their talent to do a sublime cover, put this album together. And Law Records has raised almost $100,000 for us from that. So that has been a huge game changer. I think it's so great that Tina works with the, the people at Sidewalk Project. Of course, as you mentioned, we had them on our show. It's been about a year and a half now. We had Selma Snake Oil and Stacey D from Sidewalk Project. Of course, Stacey is also in Bad Cop, Bad Cop, who is closely aligned with Punk Rock Saves Lives. So it's just, it's perfect all around. I think that we should end with... All You Need by Bad Cop, Bad Cop off the house that Bradley built. What do you think, Jarrett? I think it's a no-brainer. And uh, for those of you who enjoy this podcast, I go back and check that out. Unless, of course, you're a Jarrett fan, and then you're not going to want to listen to that episode, because I don't think the three of you let me get a fucking word <laughs> edgewise the entire episode. But Technically, I can there assure- were four of us, because our... our uh- Dear board member and That's right, my Brindy. good friend Brindy Pepper was on there too. Yeah, and she's wonderful as well. That was our our women power episode. Yeah, Brindy was hanging out. Yeah, there's a lot of estrogen flying in that. But <laughs> either way, all you need, bad cop, bad cop, the the house that Bradley built. Law Records, you can get that law-records.com. You can pick up all sorts of cool house that Bradley built. Uh, they got the deluxe up, and uh, I think maybe even they have like some stickers and some other stuff. And, of course, you can get a lot of information from the artists that are on the album uh, because a lot of them are Law Records uh, recording artists. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed doing it. Don't forget, you can click the link tree link in the description that Anna's going to put in the show. That'll get you to all things Noel Family Foundation. Uh, and again, this is Bad Cop, Bad Cop, all you need. Great call, way to, uh, great way to end a great episode. So guys, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jared Orr. She's Kelly Noel. You don't have to go home, but it's time to leave Bradley's house.
together and